The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Hoop Ball Raptors podcast. I am here today with Kieran Smite. Good morning. And Ben Harrison. Good morning, everyone. Basketball's back. Good morning, guys. And uh, Kieran, do you want to tell the people how they can find you on the interwebs? Yes, I am on uh, Instagram at kdilla1981. And Twitter, you can find me at k underscore dilla. Excellent, excellent. Ben, same question. Yes, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram, same handle. It's at Benny and the Raps. Wonderful. And if you're looking to follow the show, you can find us at Hoopball Raptors. That's on both Instagram and Twitter. That's at Hoopball Raptors. And if you're looking to see what I am saying, you can follow me at Brendan Hodgins. That's at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter. Also, please head on down to hoop-ball.com. That's hoop-ball.com. It is just before the NBA season. If you're looking to get into your uh, your bets here for season nine <coughs> win totals, that sort of thing, this is the time to head on down. If you haven't done your fantasy draft, there's a lot of great fantasy stuff there as well, including a Discord server where you can chat with the analysts. Please head on down to hoop-ball.com. All right, so... Everybody out there in the world, we're going to be doing kind of a speed run through here. Just a quick little hit on the uh, couple preseason games as, you know, there's a little bit of information to gather, but not too much. So we don't want to, you know, every time you see on Twitter and people are like, this guy is going to be the best player in the world because he just beat a bunch of five bench players for 25 points. So uh, let's start off here, guys, uh, looking at uh, first initial thoughts on what you've seen from the preseason game there, Kieran. Uh, the two ones that have just passed against both uh, Philly, I believe. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously, outcome-wise, they couldn't have been more different. Um, but the biggest biggest takeaway from this is, like, OG's been getting some practice. Something, the shooting's good. Like, his defense is still great. Like, so uh, OG's looking like he's ready to play this year. Um, obviously, without Siakam, we're missing a big piece of our offense, and it kind of showed, <clears throat> especially in the second game where we just – you know, couldn't make things happen and um, just couldn't couldn't stop the bigger team. Um, Drummond and uh, and Embiid really gave us a problem, even with our you know reasonably big lineup. Um, yeah, we still struggle, but you know those are two of the well. Drummond, especially for rebounding, he's just a monster. So uh, that's to be expected. But I mean, otherwise, you know, it was pretty promising. Everything you saw, like good energy from everybody the defense was good it was obviously a bit sloppy and lots of turnovers and things like that but uh yeah it was, I mean there were fun games to watch um I only got to see bits and pieces but um <clears throat> uh it's still still my confidence hasn't been swayed by this you know the, these kinds of things are expected our rotations aren't set you know um a couple guys didn't see minutes in the second game um but yeah no it was, uh, it was a lot of fun Looking Fair forward enough, to uh, tonight's game. Yes, Celtics going to be very, very interesting. Ben, uh, what are your initial thoughts on the uh, preseason games that have happened so far? Well, really, I was just happy to see that basketball was back. That uh, that Blue Jays run was fun and everything, but uh, having real NBA action with with all the guys out there, well, most of the guys out there was was just great to see on uh, on Monday night. 
Um, yeah, OG Ananobi was definitely the standout, like uh, like Kieran said. Um, if he takes that all-star jump that a lot of people seem to be expecting this year, then that new contract he signed is going to be looking like one hell of a steal. I think he's in at like 17, 18 million, and, uh, you know, he could be looking like a max player by the end of this season. So um, I know it's weak competition, but, yeah, he's um, – like you said, he's shooting like 60, he shot like almost 60% from the floor in those two games. And um, yeah, just looks confident as hell. And I'd say he's been, uh, like there's no doubt he's been seeing what people are saying about him around the league as one of those next superstars. So um, so he was a big standout. Um, Fred Van Fleet looked great. I could watch him play basketball just all day long. Um, he's doing his thing again, just running all over the floor, uh, put up a couple nice floaters. We'll see if he, uh, he can build on that... Uh, Inside shot, if you can ever get that working for him, but uh, but it looks like he's off to a good start. Um, uh, yeah, we saw we saw a lot of Goran Dragic. I noticed um, well, a good amount of him anyway. Um, didn't love what I saw early, and um, that's not just because of his comments. Um, mm-hmm. In the two games, he had uh, four turnovers compared with only three assists, and uh, from a guy that's supposed to be your veteran ball handler, that's definitely not what you're looking for. I like his size. The experience is good, but he is 35, and already he could be like behind Freddie, uh, Malachi Flynn, and Gary Trent in the guard rotations. So, so even if he does stick around, I don't know what we're gonna get out of him. But um, yeah, with well that, and I don't know how happy he'll be, especially if his role gets diminished right by these younger guys. But I mean, hopefully he's getting into the end of his career. Hopefully he sort of understands that and doesn't get too salty about it. But I feel like. Uh, Especially given his comments, I don't think uh, he'll enjoy that aspect of uh, the rotation too much. Because, yeah, like you said, he was a little disappointing, but whatever. It's two preseason games. I'm not ready yeah. to toss judgment. But, yeah, definitely a little lackluster. Well, yeah, we'll see with Goran because a big thing, right, especially for the older guys, is no matter how much you work out, no matter how much you practice, games are just different. It, takes a minute to kind of get into game shape again. Yeah. So like, you know, the young bucks pretty much just show up ready to run. Uh, for the older guys, it takes a little bit to get the rust out of the engine, you know, get, mm-hmm. get the, get it, get it started back <laughs> up. So, uh, speaking from experience, <laughs> that's right. and he's a year older than I am. So yeah, it's, uh, it's understandable. It, it might take a moment to get there. So yeah, the preseason, like we said before, you can only take so much out of it. There's yeah. going to be guys that explode and then you see them play five minutes a game from here on out in the regular season. So, yeah. And we had a few notable, especially in the second game, uh, like, uh, Boucher's not playing. Kem Birch would have been really yeah, nice to see Kem Birch. Um, just especially yeah. especially matching up against those big guys, right? Like that's kind of, you know, he's one of those guys where it's like, if you only do this, you know, get those rebounds, stop their big guys, then that's what we're here for. So, um, yeah, we yeah, definitely... We're missing four guys from our front court, right? So yeah, and, you know, noticeable, no, notable, sorry, guys, too. Like you said, yeah, yeah Utah was out. Pascal, like I said, was still out. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and we'll see. I think Utah's gonna. I think Utah's gonna make it through this. Uh, get himself a position because I think he's still fighting for a spot, if I'm not mistaken. Technically, yeah, he's expected to make it, but yeah. he hasn't. Like, it's not official. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Svi looked pretty good. Svi's looked really you. nice. Yeah, yeah, he looked really good. Yeah, <laughs> he was not. Looks like a young Goran Dragic out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you know, I don't know. I saw him throw down uh, a two-handed reverse dunk. Goran can't do that. 
That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but yeah, he's expected to kind of be part of that wing sort of shooting guard rotation. So yeah. uh, especially right now, seeing as how, like Ben, you've been saying the whole time, it's been a little thin in the guard position. So we'll see uh, with Svi there. Um, yeah, have you noticed uh, they're doing something a little bit different with their offense from the rest of the league here? Uh, it's mm-hmm. mostly in the transition. So the big thing that they're trying to preach is because the Raptors for the last, like, I don't know, 10 years have been brutal in the half court. Like their offensive normals are always the bottom half of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just do not set up the plays well down there. Maybe it's because we have small guards, something along those lines. Also, we just tend to take a lot of contested threes. Yeah. But their new thing is, you know, traditionally the big gets the rebound, right? Defensive rebound. Mm-hmm. Holds onto the ball, waits for everybody to run by him, finds the open guard, passes to the guard, the guard runs down the court, right? So what they've started doing is they've encouraged, and you saw Precious do it a few times, actually, and he did quite well by it, and also you saw Scotty Barnes do it, um, get the rebound and then immediately push it up the court. There's no pause. Once you secure the ball, you go right up the court, and sometimes it just leads to an open lane, and other times it's for the uh, you know drive and kick with the open guards coming uh, down late. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh, and that'll, you know, once we sort of figure that out... Um yeah, I think that'll play to our strength this year. Um, and especially if you guys got guys that can do it, like Boucher could do it, Siakam, OG, um, like you said, Scotty Barnes, and um, uh, who was the other? Precious. Um, Precious, yeah, yeah, Precious. So I'm taking it up. And he's got, he's got you know, respectable handles for a, for a big guy too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of why we got these, you know, long athletic, you know, six, nine ish guys is cause they're, they're not quite, you know, big, slow centers and, uh, they can really yeah, push the ball up like that. So I think once, you know, once things start to gel, once we sort of figure out the offense, it's tough too, especially, um, without, you know, a focal point for the offense, right? Like we don't have the, the Kawhi Leonard, even the Pascal Siakam, who's, okay, this is clearly our main guy, but, you know, once he gets some attention, we got all these other options. Right now, it's sort of everyone has, you know, almost as much of a chance to get the shot as anyone else. So um, once we sort of get a rhythm with that, and uh, part of that is the new defense from our uh, our new assistant coach there, but uh, a certain new offense, but um, I think that'll... Gleason, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'll work out pretty well in the long run. Um, yeah, with just a bunch of young, energetic guys who can, you know put in the amount of minutes we've been putting on our older guys for the last few years so uh hopefully they can make that work and take a bit of the load off of our main core guys yeah there you go uh, yeah. it's kind of interesting yes sorry ben go ahead uh no no sorry go ahead uh just on that topic if you look at it uh, scotty barnes led uh, all players on the raptors with uh, 11 assists between the two games right Oh, yeah. That's where that's coming from. Yeah, there you go. You got to figure, right? Uh, and the like, obviously, the next guy is like Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, makes but, sense. But yes, yeah, the big, tall yeah. guy bringing the ball down the court, finding open players. Yeah, it looks great. It, uh, it makes for exciting ball, too, for sure. I think the first game, they had 27 points in transition, uh, doing exactly what you said. And, uh, like, yeah, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard, for all their greatness, they are a little slower, more deliberate players um, when they have the ball in, the, in their hands. So now it's going to be a little bit more fast-paced. Um, yeah, I definitely took notice of Precious taking it up the floor, and he didn't look bad at all. Um, I think they're definitely going to be trying to keep at least two ball handlers and playmakers on the court at all times. Um, you saw Fred and Dragic, um 
sharing the floor. Um, like you said, Barnes had a ton of assists. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to be good. I think he called it the flex offense. That's what we're going to be watching. It'll be neat to see right. if Nick Nurse can kind of uh, how he responds and adapts because this is a completely different team than the one he's been coaching to a championship. So, so we'll see how he uh, how he adapts. That'll be interesting. Yeah, there's also, uh, you know, he's gone somewhat unnoticed, but he's getting a little bit of a uh, little bit of play on the internet here. Uh, Delano Batten had. Do you see when he took the gathered his dribble at the three point line and? <laughs> no, missed that. You know, play. Got the layup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Comes down, comes down the court. You, you see, he picks up his dribble right as he goes over yeah. the three point line, two steps, and right to the rim. Nice. That's why we're yeah. six well, foot nine guys. Yeah, he uh, he looked pretty good, and he's going to be a kind of a fan favorite all season if he does make the team. But uh, you can really tell like he's got to settle down. He had some nice numbers, a lot of rebounding numbers, and uh, and you know he plays pretty good on ball defense, of course. But um, he does need to settle down. I think he had eight turnovers in those two games in only about 30, yeah. 35 minutes. So yeah. so he's got to calm down a bit. But he's going to be a good player for sure. I think yeah. part of that is just you know being the young guy. Well, one of the one of many young guys, but that's what all these turnovers were a part of is just, you know, everyone's trying to prove themselves. They feel like they might only have, you know, three minutes, four minutes, who knows? So, you know, do what you can when you're out there. So I think once that sort of calms down and people understand the offense and, you know, once the team is set and people are a little more comfortable in their roles and understand it a bit better, I think uh, I think we'll see things start to gel. I'm hoping anyways that they'll see things start to gel a little bit like that. And yeah, the, the turnover's got to go down, but you also have, you also assume that these are going to be turnover-heavy games just with different lineups being, you know, thrown around at different different times, so all that. So not unexpected, but definitely of note. Yeah, I'm hoping, uh, like you guys said, he kind of starts to settle into his role a little bit and gets away that uh, first kind of NBA real game jitters. Yeah. Uh, because he's going to be playing in front of a full crowd when he's in Scotiabank Center with uh, mm-hmm. that yeah, being announced. Exciting, yeah. So yeah, that uh, the, so the first game is probably going to be a little rough for the Raptors as far as turnovers go. I think, based on just everybody's <laughs> going to be all jacked up. There's going to be a lot of long threes by uh, Fred VanVleet, et cetera, et cetera. But we'll get there. Um, one thing I've been seeing too is people are really getting after Gary Trent Jr. saying that he's not um, hasn't adapted yet. Like I saw some people saying that they think Sfi is better than he is. Hmm. Oh, come on now. I mean, no, he I, had a rough shooting. Yeah, his, his shooting was pretty rough, I don't know, the first couple of games here. But but again, that's, a guy he, like he's, that, he's a volume yeah. guy. Yeah, like he, he needs He's a to, volume guy, and it's early, and, you know, yeah, yeah, we're not, I don't know, I'm not too worried about him. Also, everybody, he's 22 years old. Malachi Flynn is older than he is. Yeah. Give it a second. This is why we have this <laughs> development, kind of crazy. guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like we got him because we think we can develop into something, right? Yeah. Like he's and he's already playing at a higher level than Flynn is. So yeah. let's give it a moment. Let the guy kind of get used to his new uh, surroundings. He's gonna get some. He's got a bunch of practices in now. He knows what the team's about. We'll see how it goes. Yes, Fee um, needs to make the team. Uh, Gary Trent just got the bag, right? So <laughs> he's yeah. not quite yeah, as he, worried about these ones. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. You're going to see a slightly different uh, style of play. Uh, ben, do you have any early uh, fantasy projections, takeaways from uh, what we're looking at here? Fantasy? Uh, yeah, a couple thoughts. Um, I know Scotty Barnes filled up the stat sheet in that first game. Points, rebounds, blocks, assists, whatever, steals, everything. Um, 
I'd be a little reticent. I know drafts are going on right now. I'd be a little reticent to jump on that, you know, in the earlier rounds of the draft, maybe as a later round flyer, but um, it's kind of debatable right now if that production will continue um, throughout the season as he's going to be, you know, more of a third or fourth option. Um, Chris Boucher, we saw him go down uh, early in camp. He needs, I believe, some minor surgery on a finger injury. Um, I wouldn't let that affect where you're drafting him too, too much. He's probably only going to miss like a week or two of the regular season. Um, But if you are thinking that he's going to keep building on that stats explosion that he had last year, you should be careful. Um, We've got a bit of a different roster now, and I think he's – not exactly a lock for big minutes every night. I think he's going to be more matchup dependent. Um, he's not going against Baines and Alex Len. It's Cam Birch and Precious Achua, right? And mm-hmm. those guys are hungry. So, um, And the only other thought is uh, our man OG Ananobi. This guy could be the steal of your draft. He's um, Right now it looks like he's going between the 6th, 7th, and 8th rounds of the drafts. Um, and I think he could be more like a fourth-round value player uh, if things go the way we think, especially if your league counts, uh, counts triples. Um, so, yeah, he's a guy to watch for sure, and you might be able to steal him uh, steal him from the other GMs in your league. Yeah, I definitely have the same sentiment about OG just based on, uh, like, this could be his most improved player year, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got a shot going there, especially because early uh, he's going to get more numbers than you're used to him seeing with the more higher usage rate, right? Like I think he had a below 20% usage rate last year, and then that could probably get into like the mid-20s uh, with no Pascal around for the first uh, month of the season, right? So, Yeah, and every year we've seen as his volume goes up, his efficiency does too. So, you know, all signs point to this guy, yeah, being a huge, uh, you know, 20-plus point per game you know half half a dozen rebounds few assists blocks steals pretty much everything so uh yeah he could be a very good piece to your team and like i said before the addition of scotty barnes who's essentially like baby og ananobi allows him to open up his offensive game a little bit if scotty barnes is as advertised on defense Mm -hmm. oh he certainly seemed to be did you see him get that rip on uh shake milton there when he put him on the ground (laughs) Oh yeah, no, he's it's but the, you know let's let's get into the regular season and you know have Dame yeah. standing in front of him that kind of thing. Right? It's, <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we got to see at least a couple of the other uh, like Embiid played. Um, you know, it was a little closer to the full 76ers. However, yeah. when it was closer to the full 76ers, they sort of stomped on us a bit. So um, yeah, but you know, like we said, the Raptors didn't have most of their front court. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's it, bound it, to it, happen. It, it is good to see that, like, it's, for, well, for the players themselves. It's like, yeah, no, this is what a real NBA team with mm-hmm. their full players, this is what it looks like. That yeah. and they didn't have Ben Simmons. So wait until we go to Brooklyn or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that about kind of, like, wraps up what I wanted to talk about here uh, for the first couple of games. Obviously, we'll have a game tonight against the Celtics, which is always a hotly contested game. So I'm very excited to watch that, even if it is just preseason. Do you have any final thoughts there, Kieran, before uh, we log off? Um, no, I think we uh, kind of covered those. I uh, Yeah, like I said, just looking forward to seeing more basketball. So it's been a lot of fun. Excellent. Ben, same question. Any final thoughts here before we uh, head on out? Oh, not much. I'd say I'd expect to see Ish Wainwright tonight. We haven't seen him really yet. Um, so look forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those guys, him, Sam Decker, those guys that are the, you know might have a chance to make the lineup, might not. So it'll be interesting to see. 
thank you out there, everybody, for giving us a listen. Uh, we'll be back shortly, probably just on the you know, early side of next week after the Thanksgiving weekend uh, for uh, the Canadian listeners out there. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Again, uh, we very grateful for you tuning into us. And we, as always, we love you, B. Have an awesome Thanksgiving weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Check you later. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.